Hey Seinfeld fans, we've got lots of really cool things we're planning for Bidwabask in the future. That's right, we're growing and evolving. And to help us in that process, we're asking you to take literally two minutes to answer a really small survey that we've set up. That's right, if you head to the link that's in our show notes of the podcast, we'd really, really appreciate it. We sure would. And uh, thanks so much for your support. And now on to this week's episode. says we can't go out anymore. Why? Because I'm not Latvian Orthodox. <laughs> My parents won't let her get involved with anyone who isn't Latvian Orthodox. Latvian Orthodox? <gasps> Ooh, it is lobster. Ooh. She's limiting herself to Latvian Orthodox? It's too bad. I know. This was the only woman I never lied to. But I don't want to be a secondary character. <laughs> I have one word for you, Stephen. Lobster. Lobster. Mm. Succulent. (laughs) Succulent, yes. This is another episode of But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. This is a podcast about Seinfeld, the greatest sitcom of all time. But it's a bit different to your usual Seinfeld podcast. We actually take an episode in random order and talk about each secondary character featured in it, no matter how big or small. My name is Ivan. And I am Stephen. And this week, we are not doing the Hamptons. You're probably all wondering, oh, Lobster, that's uh, features in the Hamptons. We've already done that episode. Love that episode. Yes, we are doing a season five episode, another one, though, uh, episode. 11 the conversion and uh, Stephen, i think a really underrated episode i actually quite enjoyed this one yeah i wouldn't say for me personally i wouldn't say underrated but uh definitely not a popular episode or a much talked about episode yeah except maybe the kavorka bit mm. um you know that's quite a famous kramer yeah. aspect but that's what i mean yeah but that's what i mean because a lot of people when they say what's your favorite episode are oh, the contest soup nazi yeah. bubble boy no one ever says the conversion no it's never in a list or anything yeah I, yeah yeah we'll talk about it a bit more at the end when we rate the episode before then though if you want to get in touch with us you can email us at bidwabaskpodcast at gmail.com you can check out all of our socials all of the details are in the show notes and if you want to support us financially you can head to our patreon uh, patreon.com forward slash b-i-d-w-b-a-s-c and for a couple of bucks a month you can get early access two episodes as well as fortnightly bonus content our latest episode uh we did a review of the joker the joker that's right yeah we uh dissected our thoughts on that film i quite enjoyed it but you uh didn't like it as much but uh, that's okay you had your reasons yeah which is fair i didn't hate it but i just maybe didn't enjoy it as much as uh, everyone else is but that's okay that's okay but if you just sign up just for two dollars a month you can listen to that and uh, you can support us at the same time and we do take one-off donations as well so if you don't want the commitment if you want to be independent listener not relationship listener with us uh, <laughs> you can go to paypal and uh, there's a link in the show notes so you can give us a one-off donation and uh, yeah that'll help us out a lot help uh, keep the show going that's right and uh, if you don't think we deserve your hard-earned cash and you still want to support us you can leave a review uh, preferably five stars and a little blurb if you want to or one star and a little insulty blurb, whatever. But as long as the insulty blurb is like constructive feedback, you know, yeah. that'll help us a lot. Even if it's not constructive feedback, if it has some Seinfeld links, that's perfectly fine too. <laughs> if you want to get really nasty, if it's linked to Seinfeld, that's fine. This podcast sucks. Yes. Ross, Rachel, Monica, Chandler, Phoebe. <laughs> 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 I'm like, Ooh, I wonder who these guys the are. The actual actors from Friends get together. <laughs> Matthew Perry hates us. Because <laughs> they bag on Friends so much. They've got yeah. a vendetta against us. <laughs> David Schwimmer sends us like death threats or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't take a death threat from him, seriously. <laughs> yeah. He's too wishy-washy to make a decision. He'd be like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you always like giving them a dig, don't you? Well, <laughs> no matter yeah. what. Yeah. It's all good. It's all fun. That's it's all, right. It's all fun rivalry. That's all right. Now, S- Seinfeldisms. Seinfeldisms, yes. That is the intersection of Seinfeld and real life. So each week, uh, well, when I do eventually have one, but usually it's Stephen, we talk about any Seinfeld-related events that have happened in our life. So uh, nothing's happened for me, Seinfeld-related, Stephen. Has anything happened to you? Uh, no, not specifically. Uh, although I can kind of relate va- very vaguely something that happened to me to this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were I, converted to Latvian Orthodox. Yeah, I've decided yeah. to convert to Latvian Orthodox just for an awesome Seinfeldism. Nice. Uh, big mistake. <laughs> no. Big mistake. Yeah, this is my last episode. It's actually podcasting is actually against religion's uh, policy. Mm-hmm. So this is the last episode. Yeah, brother Stephen will leave us unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, no, so I've been moving house over the last few days. And, did uh, Keith Hernandez help you? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he did. Nice. Uh, and uh, I was moving a lot of furniture, I think, on Friday or Saturday. And I got a bit sweaty and I got a bit, you know, smelly under the arms, as you do. And my girlfriend, who uh, always comments on my body odor, if mm. I have any, oh, wow. said that I smell like garlic and onions. Much like Kramer in oh, this much episode. Like Kramer. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. A very tenuous Seinfeldism, but for the sake of having one, it'll do. That's just you hiding your kavorka. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, you have, you have the lure of the animal. I did say last week that you have the kavorka. Yeah. You have the lure of the animal. Exactly. The That's lure you. of the animal. Of the animal. I actually looked up kavorka on Google Translate. Uh, I typed in kavorka and it said something. I think it said friend. Or lover. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that's the that's a translation. But it wasn't Latvian. I think it was Estonian. Oh, okay. Yeah, still, still in the East. Yeah, somewhere. still yeah. like an Eastern mm. European sort of language. Mm-hmm. Um, but And then I typed English to Latvian. I typed Lure of the Animal, and it had a bunch of Latvian that I couldn't understand. Yeah. So, I think Kavork is a made-up word. If you are or from maybe Lat- a very loose translation. Yeah. If you are from Latvia or anywhere in Eastern Europe, get in touch and, uh, yeah, ask us, like, what, what Kavork means in your language. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if you're Latvian Orthodox, is there, like, a... It's almost like a curse. The way they talk about it, it's almost like an ancient curse, mm. you know, that's been with the religion and with the history for hundreds of years. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like the devil incarnate. Yeah, or, or something. Yeah, it it just the way they the way they speak about it makes me think of like some ancient, you know, demonic curse or something like that. Yeah, I guess we can talk about the Kavorka as a separate character. Yeah, we could actually. <laughs> yeah, that'd much be like the bo. Yeah, much like the bo in uh, the sm- a smelly car. Yeah, the smelly that's car. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So Seinfeld news, Stephen. So uh, I guess I haven't read your news, but I actually had an, an article to talk about as well. Okay. Um, I, I you probably have it as one of yours. I never read your news articles, but um, the Seinfeld social media pages they actually released their top thirty episodes as voted for by the fans. Did you hear about this? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's. That's the one bit of news I have. Fantastic. Yep. That's it. Yeah, so it's the only real significant thing that's happened in the world of Seinfeld this week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so in a poll conducted by, uh, I'm guessing it was Sony... Um, Maybe Sony, whoever yeah, holds the I'm not sure actually ran the poll. I think whoever does the social media for the page, okay. probably Sony or, or yeah, something. Something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. They, they currently hold the rights. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they put out a poll for fans to vote on their top 30 Seinfeld episodes. Um, I won't go through all uh, 30, but I'll go through the top 10 from Damn. 10 to 1. <laughs> uh, so we're starting with the Hamptons. Great episode. Mm. One that we mentioned before. Oh, yeah. Uh, then on to the Chinese restaurant, which is perfectly understandable. It's usually in the top 10 or top 20 uh, on a list. The Chicken Roaster, which surprised me. Good episode, but mm. I've never really, from memory, seen it in lists before. Okay. Uh, the Strike, great episode. Festivus, classic. Yeah, of course. Uh, the Boyfriend, another great episode. Yeah. The Merv Griffin Show. Again, I think of it the same way as the Chicken Roaster, like a really good episode mm. and really memorable, but not maybe not 
golden age Seinfeld? No. Or, you know, or considered like one of the best? I think it's more like, I think the people like it more for its wackiness. It's yeah. just it's surreal. You know, the surrealism of Kramer having that, you know, the studio in his apartment and yeah, stuff. I think, I think that kind of, you know, takes it up a little bit. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And the top four in order, and none of these are any surprise at all, is The Opposite, The Marine Biologist, The Soup Nazi, and of course, The Contest. Yeah, the awesome foursome right there. Yeah. You can basically interchange any of those in the top four and yeah. uh, you still have a great list. Yeah. Mm. The Contest is usually number one on pretty much every list I've ever seen. Yeah. Or if not, number two. Critical or fan surveys. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, a couple of surprises, but uh, a couple of uh, not surprises as well. And you can go onto our social media pages, and uh, we actually have a picture of the list that they put up, so you can have a look. Let's do a plot synopsis, Steve, of The Conversion, Season 5, Episode 11. That was first aired in the United States on December 16, 1993, directed by Tom Sharones, written by Bruce Kirschbaum. So, he was the guy who actually... Uh, came up with Latvian Orthodox, but little did he know it's actually a real religion. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we'll talk a bit more about that uh, after the plot in the, the episode trivia. Yeah. George decides to convert to Latvian Orthodox to impress a girl uh, that's played by Jana Marie Hupp, her name is Tawny, against his angry parents' objections. Meanwhile, Kramer converts a nun at the church, Sister Roberta, played by Molly Hagen, and Jerry takes a peek in his girlfriend's uh, medicine cabinet and is stunned by what he finds. His own name, rather, is Sasha. She's played by Kimberly Campbell. Uh, other secondary characters in the episode, as we did mention, George's parents, uh, Frank and Estelle Costanza. Uh, Tom Verica, he plays the Doctor. He's Elaine's episode boyfriend, or a.k.a. the podiatrist. Uh, K. E. Kuda plays the older priest, and Bill Rose plays the younger priest at the Latvian Orthodox Church. So what trivia do you have for the episode? Yeah, so the exterior shots of the uh, church that George converts at, uh, which is a Latvian Orthodox Church, were actually filmed at a Russian Orthodox cathedral. Well, see, that is the attention to detail that I miss you know in Seinfeld they should have figured out that Latvian and Russian Orthodox are the very different things that put me off the whole episode that's terrible con- during, that's the- during the scenes in the mm. church I'm like wait a minute that's that, a Russian Orthodox that, church that is one of the worst continuity errors I have ever heard yeah <laughs> uh, a rare oversight oh indeed and the church itself has a pretty cool name it's called the Transfiguration of Our Lord oh. it sounds like some sci-fi movie or something yeah Transfiguration I, I don't know yeah uh, and that's in Williamsburg in Brooklyn in Brooklyn yes what trivia do you have uh, well you did mention uh well, I mentioned rather that Bruce Kirschbaum, he's the writer for the episode. He was unaware that the Latvian Orthodox Church was actually a fictional, or actually a real thing, I should say. He thought it was fictional. Um, so it turns out that the uh, church is indeed a real faith, or was when writing the episode, uh, and its adherents uh, called the show to thank them for bringing attention to their religion. Uh, and uh, the Latvian Orthodox Church is a self-governing uh, Eastern Orthodox Church under the jurisdiction of the Patriarchate of Moscow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. My uh, grandfather, he's Serbian and his religion is Serbian Orthodox. Yeah. So I think Orthodox in general is just like a more sort of fundamental or more conservative interpretation of the Bible. I think so, And yes. then it probably just has little regional sort of variations in it depending mm-hmm. on the country and culture. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. It's, yeah. They're all just branches of like Christianity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Orthodoxy is like a it, – it is under Christianity, but it's like a, a different interpretation – Kind of like, you know, the difference between Anglicism and Christianity. It's like yeah. hmm. same source material, but slightly different importance played 
placed on different parts, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, another bit of trivia. When uh, Kramer meets the high priest to discuss his uh, Kavorka. The lure then, of the animal. <laughs> you can actually, if you look carefully, you can actually see a Scientology pamphlet mm. on his desk. Yes. The letters are, are LRH, uh, stand for L. Ron Hubbard, and OT8 uh, is Scientology lingo, and they're briefly visible. Yeah. 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 So... I don't know if that was intentional or not. Maybe the high priest was thinking of converting out of Latvian Orthodox to um to Scientology. Yeah, maybe he was going to do one of those brain tests. What do they do? <laughs> oh, know, those tests yeah, that they auditing. Do? Auditing, yeah. Oh, maybe he yeah. just wanted to get audited. Yeah. yeah. I went to the Scientology Museum or church, like the main Scientology church in LA. Mm. And I walked in there and there's just like a like a reception area. And it's almost like a gift shop. Yeah. You know, you can walk around and there's like pamphlets and bits and pieces. And the, the woman behind the desk started chatting to me. And as soon as she started talking, she had that like dead-eyed cult uh, way hmm. of interacting with me she's like welcome to uh, the ch-. like yeah 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 like i think as soon as anyone walks in they start potentially recruiting you mm. straight away yeah, yeah, yeah and i just went no nah, i'm good so, i'm yeah. done yeah. <laughs> i'm done <laughs> yeah you got to try and avoid those if you can yeah um so uh, one thing that that kind of irked me in a way um in this episode um sasha who was played by yana marie huff she's the one subleasing carol's apartment in the episode a uh, carol's apartment number is 5e it's the same as newman's yeah that was a bit jarring i was like oh okay yeah a couple of mm. continuity errors in this mm-hmm yeah, and, and that mum was just—I don't know—it's weird. It's like, yeah. isn't Newman five E? Yeah, that's a pretty big oversight. Mm, very. I mean, weird. Newman is not a uh, you know a character that. Well, Newman's a character that appears a lot. Yeah, and you always see his front door. So oh. yeah, very strange. Who knows? Uh, and another thing you can notice again, only if you watch very carefully, is that Jerry and George are both shown to be left-handed in this episode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I can't mm. think of any other episodes where. I mean, I can think of an episode where I guess the checks where Jerry's writing. Checks mm. all the time, and he's left-handed. But I think Jerry is like the real Jerry is left-handed yeah. too. I'm pretty sure. I can't think. There probably is a scene where mm. George is written outside of this episode, mm. um, but I can't remember if he's left-handed or not. No, no. Do you but, have any other trivia? Uh, no, that's it for the episode. Uh, what do you reckon? We'll take a quick break and we'll come back. Um, actually, I've got a few secondary characters we can talk about after the break. Uh, we'll talk about Sasha. We'll talk about Tawny. We'll talk about Sister Roberta, uh, the podiatrist, and the two priests. Yep. Do you have notes on anyone else? Uh, no, that's all I've got. Awesome. We'll be back. We have quite a few secondary characters today, so uh, we're going to talk about them right after this. Hi, this is Zach. And Aaron from Seinfeld Law. And uh, you are listening to But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. Hello, listening people. Hello. I'm Ryan. I'm Bartek. And we are from the Spit and Polish Presents podcast. Bartek, what kind of podcast is that? We talk about film, Ryan. Films? Films. Films, Ryan? Films, Ryan. Films by me, Ryan Slowinski. <laughs> One film per episode in three different formats. Exactly right, Bartek. And we're the only podcast that happens to be spitting and being Polish while we do it. We discuss the movies that few dare to discuss. You can find us on all of the social medias. Except for Instagram and MySpace. Except for Instagram and the unused Mindspace. 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 We are on Minecraft though. (laughs) We're not, but I think my brother is. Basically, any platform in which you can find a podcast, Spit and Polish Presents, you'll find us. Lots of secondary characters to talk about this week. Actually, more than usual. Yeah. Usually, it's like, what, three or four? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's six characters we're going to be talking about, Mm, uh, and they all have a decent uh, amount to go through. So, let's start with uh, George's episode girlfriend, uh, Tawny. Yes, she is the Latvian Orthodox follower who George dates, uh, played by Jana Marie Hupp. She's appeared in the films Independence Day and Barton Fink, and she's also been in the TV show in the 2000s, Ed. So I have to ask you, man, like why was George so in love with Tawny? I don't know. I think I think he says it when um, 
that she doesn't really care about the fact that he doesn't have a job mm. and uh, that he lives with his parents. She's, you, yeah. she's comfortable with him being yeah. a self-perceived loser. Do you think it's her religious values that drive her to be, you know, non-judgmental? No. No? I just think, you know, some people aren't bothered by that. They okay. just like the person. They're not really caught up with how much money they earn. Or, you know, maybe she thinks that, well, this is just a, a temporary lull in his life and, you know, things will change. You'll get a job, you'll move out, and things will be better for him. She was a glass half full kind of girl. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. You know, we've all we've all had low moments where hmm. things aren't great and, uh, you know, people can still be loved or appreciated in those times. So, yeah. Yeah, I, but I think from George's perspective, why he was so upset about uh, her dumping him, I don't think he had feelings. I just think he wanted that convenient reassurance that, you know, so he doesn't feel like a loser 100% of the time. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he cared about her. I just think he, he cared about how she made him feel mm-hmm. because she didn't judge him about, you know, his uh, current situation and his shortcomings. Oh, so you think he was actually genuinely attracted to her? Cause no, her- no, no, no. I'm saying... Oh. Yeah. I. Um, so George appreciated the fact that she didn't care about the fact that he didn't have a job, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that he yeah. lived at home. Ah. I think that's the only reason he wanted her to stick around. Yeah. Because that made him feel okay when... He's going through a time in his life where he probably didn't feel okay about himself. Uh, I don't think he cared about her per se. Like if she didn't tell him that it's fine that you don't have a job and it's fine that you live with your parents, he probably wouldn't have cared that she broke up with him. Mm, Okay. I think he just wanted that from her, that reassurance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And George actually goes through quite a bit to become converted. Yeah, he does. It's really strange. Yeah, because he doesn't talk about her as a person. He doesn't be like, oh my God, she's amazing and Mm. she's this and that. The only thing, the only positive qualities he puts on her about their relationship is the things that she says to him to make him feel good. Mm -hmm. So he's only doing it for selfish reasons. Yeah. Classic George. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Uh... Anything else about it? Well, we see her in the post credits. Uh, she actually says that she's going to Latvia for a year. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, George has gone to all that effort, you know, to try and be with her, and then she's like, oh, "I'm actually going away for a year." So I'm, good su- work, I'm surprised she wasn't creeped out. She actually, I think she gives him a kiss on the cheek and says, "You're really sweet." Yeah. And they kind of, she kind of leaves him on a positive note. Yeah. yeah. And George is obviously pretty upset. Uh, I, if I were her and someone did that, even though we'd broken up, if if they if we got together after we'd broken up and, and that person was like, hey, I've changed religions to be with you, I'd yeah. be like, you're intense and you're a psycho. Go away. Mm-hmm. No yeah, thanks. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is a bit of a contentious issue, you know, converting for another person, unless if you do indeed follow that faith. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, people convert religions all the time, but not mm. on a whim. No. And not just to hold on to someone because they make you feel okay about your shit life. Well, I guess one way you can think about it as well is in the situation of George, in his story arc throughout the entire season, I guess you could say from that episode, he's always been Latvian Orthodox. Yeah. Because he hasn't converted back. No. So I yeah. guess you can say, yeah, he he's, went to jail as a Latvian Orthodox. <laughs> he's a non practicing Latvian Orthodox yeah, he's person. He's a secular. Yeah. Yeah. So there you he's go. He's a secular. Latvian Orthodox. It's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> I have enough trouble just saying yeah. Latvian Orthodox. I have to pause very slightly. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what, what religion is George? Latvian Orthodox. Oh, orthodox. Orthodox. Oh, you said Orthodox. <laughs> I'm just going to call it Lat, Lat, Latioth. Latioth. Lado. He's a Lado. He's a Lado. Yeah, he's a Lado. Lado Ortho. A Lady Ortho. Lady Ortho. Lady Ortho. Much easier. Go. Much easier, yeah. Um, yeah, I got nothing else about Tawny. Nothing else really. Really came to mind. I actually liked her first scene when she was really upset uh, about the parents not wanting to... Well, she's saying that the parents are really strict and that she can't see George. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, she obviously has feelings for George. She obviously Mm. likes him enough Mm. um, that she's upset that her parents 
um, you know, uh, having that sort of influence over her. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I think she, I think once she's not with George, because she seems very okay, she's like, oh, you converted. How nice. I'm buggering off to Latvia. Yeah. So, yeah, it didn't seem to bother her. No. So, I think when she was with George, I think two days after they broke up, I think she would have been like, hang on a minute. I can do so much better than him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. think she got over it very quickly. Oh, very quickly. Because yeah, she didn't seem bothered yeah. at the end at all. I actually have a funny theory that Tawny's parents are like the Latvian Orthodox versions of George and um, Estelle and Frank. Oh, right. Okay. So, like neurotic and yeah. horrible. <laughs> Why can't you get George to convert? <laughs> and they're like, they're from Queens or Brooklyn or something. I can imagine her in the toilet, like converting from Latvian Orthodox to whatever religion George is. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. You've been in there for an hour. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Read your Latvian texts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I have about her. Yeah. Sister uh, Roberta? Yeah. Yeah, I liked Sister Roberta. I thought she was a really good character. She, she kind of reminded me of um, Julie Andrews' character, Maria, from The Sound of Music. Yeah. She, you know, really sweet, and you know, especially yeah. when she's in the church. Yeah, she's got like a sweet sort of wholesomeness to her. Yeah. But she's not naive either. No, she's, she's not. She's very self-aware and very in touch with how she feels and how she acts. She's not sort of, uh, yeah, young and naive, but no. she's just got like a sweet, lovely just air to her. Yeah, it just kind of reminded me of like a, like she was in an old film. Yeah. You know, like the really sweet people. Hello, how yeah, are you? Yeah, very upbeat. And I'm Mary Poppins. Very pleasant. Know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, she's played by Molly Hagen. She's appeared in the films Sully and Election, and she's been in the TV shows High Zombie and Herman's Head. So with Sister Roberta, I originally had a theory that she actually did live a life of debauchery before she went into the religion, but I think it's implied later on in the episode that she's always been a part of the religion, so she's always been like pure. But I think in that situation, then she's probably always had intentions, you know, to try and leave the church. But then I think, you know, because if, if you can be converted by Kramer with his Kavorka right away, you know, you, you, you kind of have doubts in a way about the religion, I guess. So I think she probably had some doubts. What do you think of that? Uh, yeah, I think kind like I think I kind of agree. Uh, I don't think she always had a desire or a plan to convert. I think it would be more a case of. Uh, you know, if we assume that she, it was in her life, maybe she was born into a Latvian Orthodox family mm. or was introduced to her at a young age or some, you know, somehow. So like Tawny, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she was just maybe just non-practicing. Mm-hmm. And she, if she lived a wild life, uh, I would imagine maybe that she went through more of like a crisis, you know, like maybe she was into par- uh, partying hard or, okay. you know, she went down like a very self-destructive path. Mm. And she was at a crossroads and she's like, well, I can either continue down this path to an ultimate doom or a darker existence, or I could, you know, go to what is familiar. Even if I'm non-practicing, it's something I'm still associated with. Yeah. And she jumped into that. And I think when you, I mean, any time in your life where you, you know, you're walking a certain path and you realize this is not good and you make a major change very quickly, you still have inklings or desires or you know, temptations to go back to that past life. It's never just a clean break of, well, that's over. Now this next part of my life is is begun. So mm. even though she's obviously very devoted, you know, she gets over Kramer quickly and she goes, hang on, what am I doing? I've got to recommit myself to the church. Yeah. She still has those moments of doubt. And I think even the most devout, pious people on earth have crises of faith and mm. have moments of doubt. And they go, what is this all about? Like yeah. what... What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Well, we have mentioned several times throughout this series that uh, Kramer always has that animal magnetism. And uh, it's really exemplified in this episode. Yeah. 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 I think if she was a lifelong uh, practicing Latvian Orthodox person, I think even if Kramer did have... Well, even if Kramer came along, 
I don't think she would have been so easily uh, persuaded to leave. You know what I mean? Because mm. her, her link to it would have been throughout her whole life rather than like a recent conversion after a crisis. Yeah. So I think it would have been a lot more of a stronger bond. Mm-hmm. And she probably would have been attracted to Kramer and maybe acted on it. Yeah. But not a case of, I love this man, I'm leaving the church. Like mm. her, her decision making is very like 180. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, you know, if she went through a crisis, joined the church. And then Kramer came along and she's like, bugger the church. <laughs> and then Kramer stinks and she's like, I'm going back in the church. Yeah, it's yeah. just very flip floppy. Yeah. It's yeah. not sort of like a considered approach of like, well, what do I really want? Mm. Uh, yeah. So I think she's just searching for something, you know, some sort of salvation or yeah. something in her life that has a deeper sort of resonance and meaning. Mm, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I said, I have notes here saying that she entered the church to seek purity. Yeah. Or maybe redemption for what she did in the past. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think she did anything grievous. Mm. I don't think she committed some, you know, horrible sin. Yeah. I think she was just living a life that would have ended up in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. And she realized that because she's very, uh, you know, she, she seems very self-aware mm-hmm. and also very honest with herself. She's like, hang on, this is not what I want. I want to do this. And then when she doesn't want to be with Kramer anymore. She goes, hang on, I don't want Kramer. I want to go back to the church. So yeah. she's very... But she's put off by the smell though. Yeah. You know, she realizes that he doesn't have the Kavorka anymore. So he yep. thinks, oh crap, <laughs> I'd rather yeah. stay with the church. Yeah. So, uh. but regardless of her reason to change, the fact that she is confident and self-aware enough to know what she wants in any given moment uh, and very confident in her choices to me would demonstrate that um, she would have maybe almost foreseen her you know, if she was in a dark place in her life or on the road to a very dark place, she would have been aware of that conclusion. She's like, oh, hang on. I've got to get out now mm. and jump ship over to, to Laddie Orth. <laughs> Laddie Orth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. Laddie Orth. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else about her? No, but I actually really enjoyed her character. Yeah, I thought she was... She's fun. Yeah, she's fun. I thought that she was, um, like I said, a bit of a throwback to like maybe like old films. You know, I think she was probably referencing like Julie Andrews or something, you know, because she just had that kind of sweet, yeah. s- you know, that saccharine kind of everything is okay kind of yep. voice. Yeah, the really reassuring kind of voice. Yeah. Yeah, and I liked that about her. What do you think it, uh, her obsession with toys was? I like think where, she was just trying to... Uh, oh, yeah, good like question. Like, where, where do you think that came from? Oh, yeah, good question. Because um, it was a slinky and a... I don't know. It's like was some, it a Rubik's Cube? No. No, it was like some wired cube toy thing with the oh, detachable right. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. wires. Yeah. Um, well, I think... Well, first of all, I think the cube was an excuse to go see Kramer. Yeah. Do you think they actually did it? No. Roberta and Kramer? No. Do you reckon she, had, she was strong enough to leave? No, because Kramer's trying to resist her. Oh, so yeah, So, I don't yeah, think yeah. Kramer would have... I'm sure he wanted to. Yeah. Because, he, you know, he was into her. Hmm. Uh, but I think, you know, out of, again, like we say, always say out of the core four, Kramer's really the only one with any sense of morality or ethics. Mm. And I think he would have realized that crossing that line would have been something he wouldn't have been comfortable with. And it would have been the wrong decision for her as well. Yeah. So I think he did the right thing. Well, I think regarding the toys, it's probably just more to show her playful side. Yeah. I think she just enjoys, you know playing you know or maybe she teaches uh, look, i'm not familiar with the orthodox church i have no idea but maybe they have like a sunday school oh, okay, maybe yeah. she like curates uh, whatever the sunday school is for actually, children actually that would make sense yeah she'd be, she has the like she has a great personality to be like a, a, a teacher kindergarten teacher or a yeah. sunday school teacher yeah. or something teaching kids yeah that's right because she's like positive and upbeat and fun so she probably got it from the toy box uh, in the, in the okay. you know that would make sense. <laughs> in the sunday school room or whatever maybe, they call, maybe call there it. weren't yeah. many other things in the church to go impress kramer with so she's like well i've got toys and that's it yeah, so this will do yeah this will do yeah that's okay what it is no that's fair yeah fair cool all right uh, 
Well, let's keep it in the church. Let's talk about the older priest. Oh, amen to that. Uh, so the older priest, he was played by K.E. Cuter. Uh, he appeared in The Last Starfighter, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and the 1957 version of Zorro. Uh, he passed away in Burbank, California in 2003. He was aged 78 years old. Uh, and the young priest, he was played by Bill Rose, and this is his most famous role. Okay. Yeah. I kind of got vibes about The Exorcist. You know how there's like the old priest and then the young priest? I don't know. It's just you think that they were going to do like an exorcism of some sort, mm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Just got vibes about that. Um, yeah. First, while you kind of, while you mentioned that, kind of related, when he, uh, you know, when he listens to Kramer talk about his troubles and uh, he tells him about the Kavorka and he says, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to go and get some vinegar and three cloves <laughs> oh, of garlic, yeah. whatever. Do you think that is like a, an old home remedy to cure the Kavorka or do you think he was just setting Kramer up to stink so that women would be repulsed by him do you know what I mean I th- hmm good question well I think I think the the old priest he's really traditionalist yeah and he probably believed that that would work right but you know his idea of it working was to you know ward the spirits away yeah but the idea for everyone else or the intended or, or what actually happened was him speaking be, like you fucking shit. Sting. yeah get, out, get away from me you smell <laughs> like, like that a, woman like get away from me you like, creep and all if, how kramer's like yes yeah he's like <laughs> it's I, working. Love it. I love it <laughs> and i love it i love how he's talking to the to the priest and, and then the priest is like women are attracted to you and he's like help me yeah. help me father help me, father. Help me. Help me. <laughs> you know usually he's guys got his hands he's like holding his hands and comforting yeah. him and patting his hands he's like it's okay usually some most guys would be like oh yeah cool you know, yeah. women are attracted to me. Awesome, you know. But the, Kramer was really upset about it. Yeah, I was like that. That opposite. Yeah, I, I, it, to me, it sits well with Kramer's character because I don't think he would want women to be attracted to him, sort of unfairly. Yeah, you know, yeah. he wouldn't. He's kind of if the Kavorka was a real thing, it's kind of like you rigging the game to win. You're just like, well, <laughs> I just walk around and women just come to me. They just, you know, all their clothes it's, it's, fall off and they just yeah, fall on my feet. Yeah, I think yeah. Kramer would want it to be a bit more equal. Mm-hmm. Like she likes me for me, not just because of some uncontrollable magnetism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really like the old priest. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I am surprised with how... Because he seems, you know, he's very smart, very perceptive. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he comes across as very perceptive, but he... Maybe he's even in denial now that I think about it. Of what? He's very sucked in by George's very phony uh, reasons to join the church. And he's like, oh, the hats, you know, like George is just giving out flimsy reasons why he wants to convert. And he's like, well, it's obvious that the faith is very strong in you. And I'm like, is he not? Is he sort of sucked in easily, or is he just desperate for new members? I think, I think the latter. I think it's desperation because obviously, you and I, you know, before this episode, well, we've watched this episode several times in the past, but we'd never heard of Latvian Orthodox. We no. thought it was fictional. Even the writer thought it was fictional. Obviously, no Google back then, so they couldn't check. Yeah. Um. No, I think they were really desperate for members. If you have a look at George's ceremony, most of the people there are like old. Yeah. They're like 60s, oh, 70s, so 80s. Blood. So they probably want some like fresh blood. One time, I went to a few years ago i got invited to a freemason's open night oh yeah um yeah that was interesting they kept calling me for like two months saying you want to join you want to join i'm like yeah. no 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 it's, um, it's, it sounds like a gym hey man do you want to sign up yeah 20 percent off the first year yeah, yeah. and it, yeah and they're like oh yeah we got to do like a ceremony in this room and i'm like what do you do oh we can't say anything i'm yeah. like oh nah <laughs> i don't want anything happening to me i'm young young supple boy they're not a secret society they're a society of secrets of secrets i went yeah. to uni with a, a a guy and he was a freemason and before that i'd never even heard of them before mm. like i'd heard of secret societies and stuff but yeah, not yeah. freemason specifically and then it made the stonecutters episode make so much more sense oh it did didn't it <laughs> you yeah, know definitely. Uh, um no but the point oh, sorry what were you saying i was just gonna say we used to try and get him drunk all the time to spill his secrets but oh, he, yeah. he was a vault uh-huh yeah, yeah that, he, that, that that is a vault the he, he was yeah. a fucking vault yeah oh, it's easy to find out what they do you just jump online it's on their wikipedia page 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably it's, from it's, like X Freemasons or something. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. easy to, to pretty find easy out to find what they do. Out. Once the internet was invented, there was, yeah. you know, really no more yeah. secret societies. That's right. Well, the point the point actually I was trying to make was um, when I spoke to some of the like, I guess, elders or higher ups, whatever you call them, um, they were saying they're having a lot of trouble getting people under 40. Mm. So I think it's, I think the Latvian Orthodox Church is probably in that similar predicament. You know, yep. the old priest is probably like 70s, 80s. He's got, no, like, probably the young priest is his successor, but he's going to be his successor. True. You know, I think he wants a succession plan in the church. Yep. Um, and, yeah, there's just no young blood coming in. So he's probably really happy that someone under the age of 40, yep. like George, is coming in to try and, you know, take the mantle, you know. Yeah. So when eventually they're gone, he can kind of become yeah. a priest or really high up in the church. So do you think... If there was a healthy membership and attendance at the church or there was a really strong growing community, uh, you know, around New York, mm. that he would have rejected George's application to come I, in? Do, you know, he's like, well, we don't really need new members. And no, obviously, obviously no. your reasons for joining are quite flimsy. Yeah. So maybe maybe come back after you've thought about it a bit more. Well, there's no quotas or caps for religion. I mean, yeah. and you don't have to go to a church to practice religion. You can practice, you can pray at home or, you know, pray at home or do whatever. But a religion, I don't, again, I don't know much about the orthodoxy no. religion. No, but, I, but I imagine a religion as traditional and as sort of old and ceremonial as that church is. Yeah. You couldn't just turn up and it's like Judaism. You can't just be like, well, I'm a Jew now. There no. needs to be. Unless if you're Dr. Like, Watley. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you need to go to, you know, to, to, to school and like mm-hmm. to, you need to learn Hebrew and like it's yeah. a very, very hard process. Well, look at all the books that George had to read. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I'm just saying that if there was a really healthy membership at the church, I think he would have at least said to George, maybe not at the moment. Yeah. He wouldn't have just been like, yeah, 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 come on in. Like just read these books and you're in sort of thing. I mm-hmm. think he would have. Made it a bit harder for him. Well, you make a good point about him being so in denial. Yeah. Because if you you notice how George, you know how he says to George, "Oh, you're full of the spirit" or whatever. Yeah. And George says, "I'm full of it." And he puts his hand up, and you see like the, his cheat sheets, his yeah. cheat notes. Yeah. You think the priest will be smart enough to look at yeah. it? Because I thought that was a setup for a joke. Yeah. I thought the priest was going to like grab his hand and go, "What's this?" Mm. And then he's like, "Oh, you're not going to join the church." And then he goes to tell Tawny, and Tawny's like, "Oh, you're not Latvian Orthodox." See you later. Yeah. I thought that was like the end joke for the yeah. whole thing. But usually like in another episode, the priest, if he was smart enough and, and aware enough, he'd see the hand. Yeah. But he didn't. He just looked at him and, and, oh, yeah, cool. and what were the reasons that George gave? Because of uh, the hats? Yeah, the hats. Yeah. What's your you know, favorite part of the religion? The hats. The hats. Because they give that strong, what is it? Strong, uh, uh, devout look. Yeah, Something yeah, Something like yeah, that. Yeah. Is like the hats. And he goes... I assume you're familiar with the, you know, the orthodox tradition. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah I know the basic plot. He's like, <laughs> plot. the plot? It's like and he's plot. like, you know, the Jesus and the thing and yeah, the, the other thing. And he's just right. like, so he's, like I said, he's giving very flimsy excuses yeah. to join. And they're just like, okay, that's good enough. Yeah, come because on they're kind of like. Because no, they're desperate. Cause, yeah, because no one else is going to come through the door yeah. and say, I want to convert. So, yeah. you know. Especially to a religion, such something so small like that. True, you know something, yeah. well, something which isn't really practiced in in America. No, and yeah. imagine something that is in decline as well. Definitely. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, I, I like the priests. Yeah. No, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I think I just liked his accent as well because it reminded me of my grandfather's accent. Oh right. He yeah, speaks yeah, perfect yeah. English, but yeah. he's got that very thick Eastern European old sort of accent. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. And I just, I just, <laughs> I loved how he says faith. He's like, why do you want to convert to the fate? The fate. The fate. They they sort of drop off the H's. Yeah. So did you fate. did you say father? Father. <laughs> father. No, I did say father. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I, li- <laughs> I like that little moment. Yeah, for, uh, Jason. That was. Good. Yeah, no, he's very nice as well. It's very comforting to George. And, oh yeah. You know, yeah. Make sure he's okay and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, should we take one more break and talk about some more secondaries? Yeah, sounds good. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about the podiatrist and uh, Sasha. May I help you? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm uh, here to pick up my friend George Costanza. Oh, well, he's in with the father. Oh, yeah. 
I'm Sister Roberta. Oh, Kramer. It's a pleasure. Mine. Okay, a couple of secondary characters left to talk about on this week's episode. We are doing the conversion uh, season five, episode eleven. In case you've just tuned into the podcast, I don't know why you download a podcast and just select a random time, but in case that's happened, that's yeah. what we're doing. That's like a radio station, you know. You tune in, tune out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that's uh, how podcasts work. <laughs> so uh, we'll talk about Jerry's episode, girlfriend Sasha. Yes, played by Kimberly Campbell. She's known for the film Memento and has appeared in the TV show Jag. So she's subleasing it from Jerry's other neighbor Carol uh, for a month. So, um, yeah, I, I can imagine the furniture's all Carol's, and uh, I think, I assume, well, you know, if you're going to live somewhere for a month, you wouldn't buy furniture and move it in. Jesus Christ. No, it's probably just a suitcase with yep. clothes and some other personal things. And her fungus. And her cat. For her cat, yeah. Yep. Bonkers fungus cream. Bonkers. Yeah. I That's like, a great cat name. Yeah, bonkers, yeah. <laughs> I love that name. Um, so, yeah, Sasha, I like... There's nothing wrong with her in terms of personality. No, she's, nothing. She seems yeah. really lovely. Very lovely. Very caring. You know, she checks up on Jerry. Very affectionate too. Yeah, Loves very affectionate. kissing Jerry. Yeah, and she think and she thinks Jerry's a good kisser too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, she's lovely. She's really good. Yeah, she's really nice. And yeah, no, we never see her cat. No. 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 I think that she has her own kind of cavorker in a way too. Okay. Um, I think she yeah, does can, have some kind of sexual. Her magnetism with yeah, Jerry. Yeah. I think Jerry's, you know, Jerry's really attracted to her, but then as soon as he sees the fungus, you know, assuming that it's hers, he kind of gets turned off by her. Mm. And then when he finds out again, you know, when he finds out again that um that it's actually the cat that has the fungus problem, you know, he's back to being attracted to her again. Yeah. And then we see the scene where Elaine's uh, podiatrist boyfriend goes to the bathroom and sees the fungus. Actually, what do you think happened with that fungus? Uh, do you think Do you think the podiatrist... I know we're going a bit ahead with the podiatrist, but, like, what do you think? Like, I reckon probably what happened was Sasha went to her bathroom to go give... Because she said her skin was itchy and stuff. Yep. I reckon she went to the bathroom to go check on the fungus that wasn't there. Yep. And she grilled Jerry about it. She goes, where's the fungus cream? And oh. then Jerry's like, uh, 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 uh. And then Sasha's like, piss off. Yeah, I yeah. reckon I reckon she would have put two and two together. Because yeah. when, uh, when Jerry was being a bit weird in the bathroom in the previous scene she was in... And, you know, she comes in the door and you can just see Jerry slipping it in his yeah, pocket. And yeah. I reckon she would have been like, you know, in the moment she would have been like, oh, Jerry's just in the bathroom. But then, but then after, after Yeah, after yeah, thinking yeah. like, oh, hang on, that was a bit weird. And I saw his hand in his pocket. I reckon mm. she would have put it all together. Yeah, yeah. And also when Jerry goes, oh, it was the cat who had the fungus. And she goes, <laughs> and she goes, what do you mean? And he goes, oh, nothing. She would have put all of it together. She's quite intuitive. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't need to be very smart to realize, hang on, like what's, he faked a sickness. Mm. I saw his hand in his pocket. He was surprised when I told him it was the cat who had the fungus. Yeah. Pretty easy to put together. Pretty easy to put together. Yeah. I think she was in New York probably just to do like maybe to go visit a family or maybe do like a temporary job. Or maybe she was uh, like a backpacker or something. Okay. I don't know, she could maybe, have been a traveler or, or something. Or traveler. Maybe just traveling with a cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I I think she was just between places. Yeah. Because okay. there were a couple of words that she said that sounded kind of New Yorkish. Oh, so she's right. either a native or yeah. she's lived there long enough to pick up like a slight accent. What did she say? Do you remember? I can't remember. Okay. It was just it wasn't like it wasn't like coffee or you know some like really thick New York accent. <laughs> are there those people just, that go mutilating squirrels? Are they, are they the group that go around <laughs> mutilating, mutilating squirrels? squirrels? I love that. Part. You got to say squirrels. Squirrels. S Q U double R. ALS. What Squirrels. A, what are Frank's best lines I know. in the whole series? Oh, I love it. Really where does that even come from? Look like, after you. Watch out for those squirrels. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. What group, you know, 
like forgetting about the church, like what group goes around mutilating squirrels? He's probably thinking it's like a cult or something, you know, like how they, you know, some some cults they sacrifice animals like goats and True. shit, you know. He's probably thinking they go around sacri- using squirrels to sacrifice because you know squirrels. I guess there's a lot of them in New York. They're yeah. quite synonymous with New York, um, you know, and also America. But I, I think a lot of people see them as vermin, kind as of vermin like Australians too. see possums. Yeah, 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 or magpies. Yeah, <laughs> something Bastards. something to exterminate. Yeah, <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Don't sleep down on us, magpie, you bastard. Um, yeah, I know. I okay. So she, so she's going in between places. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because. I don't think she would travel if she was just coming into New York for a month to visit a family. I don't think she would bring a cat. No, okay. You know, I think she'd just leave that back at home or whatever. Okay, yeah, well, but yeah. So if she's visiting New York and then going back to where she came from, she wouldn't bring a cat. Mm-hmm. And if she was traveling as a backpacker or just as like a you know a random, I don't think she'd bring a cat. I'm bringing a cat. Yeah, that's yeah. True. So I think yeah. I think she's from New York and she's just or maybe she's just. Um, what she, do, do they say specifically subleasing or house sitting? No, or sublease. Just, oh, okay, sublease. Right, so she right, actually right. leased. Yeah, I think she's just in between yeah. places. Yeah. And it would have been a case of like Carol's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm away for a month or I'm wherever I'm going for a month. Uh, just come, you know, rent my my room, my yeah. place for a month, and it just worked out. And I don't, I don't think I have a theory that Carol and Sasha don't actually know each other. Okay. I think Carol probably put up an ad. Yeah, and then you know Sasha answered. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. I think I think if they were friends, she would have just said, "Look, just house it." For a month, yeah, that's you know, right. just pay the bills and you know, but subleasing, yeah, suggests that it's not a personal relationship. That's right. I mean, they have like an agreement, yeah, you know, lease agreement and stuff. So it's all above board. Yeah, yeah, signed off. Yeah, like mm. in in like when I've lived in houses in the past, if I've gone away for a month and I'm like, you know, no one can house sit or no one can visit because it's a long time. Mm. I've I've had subleases come in mm-hmm. when no one can house sit specifically. Yep. So yeah, yeah. That's but you point. leave all the furniture there. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm just saying, like, if I went away for a holiday for a month. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And if I needed someone to, like, I've got a cat. If I needed someone to feed our cat, yeah, I'd, I'd ask people, do you want to house sit specifically? And if no one could house sit, then yeah. I'd say, well, I need a subleaser, which is you know financial and impersonal. Sure. So yeah, I think I think that was the case. Oh, okay. so you haven't yeah. done it before. Yeah, oh, that's, oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, yep. sure. Okay, yeah, that's probably what happened. Yep. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, no, like I said, I think she did have her own Kavorka in a way. Not as big as Kramer's. I yeah, just think- she's she's kind of got like a... She's very flirty. She's yeah. kind of got like a... Not an overt sultriness to it, but she's kind of got like the... You know, she's sexy. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's sexy. Got, yeah, that's yeah, what I wrote. Just, yeah. Quite sexual too. Indeed, yeah. Mm, yeah. Very affectionate. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. And then Jerry thinking fungus, you know, you probably thought, where's the fungus? <laughs> He's like, oh. I like Kramer's <laughs> contributions. Fungi. To, yeah. It is like, you know, what what does a person need fung- uh, fungicide for? And he's like with the mouthful of food. Half fungus. chewing is like, fungus. He's like, exactly. <laughs> and then they, Elaine and Jerry keep talking and then he's like, fungi. Yeah, funguses, <laughs> fungi. Did you see Jerry try not to laugh? No, that I didn't last, notice that. So there's like the last three seconds of that scene. Kramer looks at uh, Jerry dead on and says, fungi with food in his mouth. <laughs> and you see Jerry's, like his, his his head's kind of turned away from the camera, but he starts cracking a smile. No. I reckon once the scene cut, he probably started pissing They would have himself. lost it. They would yeah, have lost it. For sure. Because <laughs> imagine Michael Richards just looking at you like a meter fungi. away. Yeah, and he's got food in his mouth and he goes, fungi. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't help yourself. Uh, it'd be hard to keep a straight face when he's doing anything. I know. I just loved, like, he really see... That they, uh, it's probably one of those things where they did like 30 takes and, and they're the like, shit, this is the best one. All right, take 30. <laughs> Far out. All right, this one will do. This will do. <laughs> like Love last that. week's episode, it's going into nighttime. We need to wrap this up. Yeah. This will do. Yeah, this will do. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, all right, let's talk about the last secondary character. He doesn't have a name and uh, here's Elaine's episode boyfriend. And just a note, did you notice that? I think there probably is other episodes, but I can't think of any. Uh, 
this is if there is other episodes, there's not many. Yeah. Uh, where each of the core four has a love interest, and they all have equal amounts, well, equal-ish amount of type type uh time on screen. Oh, well, actually, Elaine's not as much, but yes, I did notice that uh, there are four love interests. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty rare. Yeah, for a Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah, I can think of episodes with two and three, but. Can't think of one with four. No, if you can either. think of any, let us know. Yeah, let us know, please. Be really curious about that. Yeah, because I, I don't recall coming across one for ages. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's been Sister one or two Roberta is not technically a love interest. But oh, there in is, a way she is. Yeah. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. It's yeah. not like four, you know, direct boyfriends or girlfriends. No. But, but she's four, a love interest. Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, let's make it count, eh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's he's credited as a doctor. Doctor. Even though he's a podiatrist. Even though he's not a doctor. That's right. <laughs> we didn't have to go to medical school. <laughs> Even George went to podiatry school, we'll yeah. find out in this episode. There you go. Uh, played by actor, director, and producer Tom Vereker. Uh, his most notable TV role is in How to Get Away with Murder. He plays the character Sam Keating, who I believe I read... I haven't seen the show, but I think he's the husband of the main character. Okay. I think. Um, uh, he's also appeared in the films Flags of Our Fathers and Zodiac. And as a director, he's directed several episodes of several TV shows. Uh, including Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and Private Practice. Huh. Mm. Obviously wasn't making enough money being a podiatrist. Yeah. So he wanted that doctor money. That's right. But he couldn't cut uh, medical school, so he became a director. Yeah, of Grey's Anatomy. Of Grey's Anatomy. And Private Practice. <laughs> so there you go. It worked out really well. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if like, you find out that he only consulted on the podiatry scenes. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. one scene per season. What's this bunion on my foot? Yeah. Can you oh, mind, br- mind checking this out? Bring in our podiatrist consultant. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What have I done for my life or yeah, in my life? He's, he's stereotyped himself as a podiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> who thinks he's a doctor? I think he's used to being, you know, considered like a pseudo doctor. I think yeah. he gets it all the time. He's very defensive. He's kind of like, you know, um, uh, Bob Odenkirk's character. Yeah, that's uh, you know exactly how he's, who I thought. You know, he's 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 getting into med school. Like he's he has to take his exam, yeah. but he's not quite doctor. Yeah. But then he says, "Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm still like a doctor." Yeah. You know, and Elaine's well, like, "No, you're not." Yeah. Well, Bob, <laughs> like. Bob Odenkirk's character? Yeah, I can see the similarities, but I think the key difference is that uh, Doctor, in this episode, Elaine's Elaine's boyfriend... He's qualified. Is Yeah, he... He's not as qualified as an MD or a surgeon, but he kind of thinks of himself at the same level. Yeah. Whereas Bob Odenkirk's character, I can't remember his name, is like... I'm not really a doctor. Like he's, he's oh he's, no, sorry, he's, he's, he does. He says I'm not really a doctor. Yeah, like but Elaine talks it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah of course. But, but yes, I can yes, see, yes. I can understand why you, you would associate those two things because it's like Elaine's going out with someone who's not quite a doctor. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. one one pretends he is, and one is very open about the fact that he's not. That he's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just think he's used to it. But it's funny how he says that even at parties, people ask him medical questions. Yeah. You know, I guess if you're in that field, if you are a doctor or even like no matter what kind of profession or what kind of specialty you do, I think you still get people saying, "Oh, what's this? What's this lump on my head?" And it's like, uh, "I'm an orthopedic surgeon. I, I've been you know, that I can't guy before." Help you. Yeah. You know, where you like meet someone who's a medical professional, like even a nurse. Or I shouldn't say even a nurse, but someone <laughs> what's who- this rash on here? Should yeah. I get it checked out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you, and then they're like, you can tell that they don't want to talk about it, nah. and you're like, oh, what did I ask that for? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think we've all been that guy to a certain extent, mm-hmm. at least once, yeah. where you just like, you're like, oh, I've got an opportunity to find out something that I don't have to book an appointment for. And then you can see it in their eyes. It's like, it's the weekend, mate. <laughs> they, We're at a barbecue. Yeah. Just stop asking me they these just, questions. They just die on the inside. Yeah. Like, God damn it. I think I've said a few times that I do a bit of Uber driving, just yeah. part-time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I gave a lift to a doctor a couple of weeks ago, and I... 
I have a, a pain in my knee. Oh, yeah. And it's not so bad that I think I need to get it checked out. It just flares up every so often. And when right. it's not around, I forget about it. Mm. But coincidentally, the day that I picked that doctor up, I had a bit of pain in the morning. Yeah. And it was like a 20-minute trip. And we were chatting about like her work. And you know, she goes to Africa to work with like a bowler. And it was a really interesting conversation. Oh, wow. And I was trying really hard not to be like, so I've got this pain in my knee because I didn't want to be that guy. You know what you should have done? You should have like winced and held your knee. You should have uh, been like, oh, uh, you know, just kind of ham it up a little bit. Just be like, oh, oh, you know, and then she's like, you okay? Yeah. You know, is everything okay? Yeah, oh, maybe. Oh, actually, I've had this pain in my knee. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just hang around at hospitals yeah. for, Uber, for Uber rides. And when I pick <laughs> yeah, up a doctor, yeah. I'll just be like, hey, where are we going today? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I've got this pain in my knee. Or, you know, when you're walking, you know, to the car, just kind of limp, mm. you know, and she'll be like, what's wrong? Yep. You know, maybe I could doing. just, maybe I could just like put on a bit of a, like, yeah, ham it up a bit in front of a hospital. Yeah. And then, you know, a doctor will coincidentally be walking out and be like, hey, you okay? And I'll be like, I've got this pain in my knee. Can you tell me what's wrong? And then they'll tell me and then I'll just walk off normally. <laughs> Thanks, doctor. You'll just do backflips, you know, yeah. out of the hospital. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, cover. Anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, uh, we were talking about doctor, the uh, unnamed doctor. Um, and it's I, weird calling him doctor. Doctor, yeah, I know, even though he's not a doctor. No. Um, no, I think I think also what happens, uh, you know, like with the Jerry did to Sasha, I think mm. he does the same with Elaine. He probably okay. says, oh, I have a cold. Yeah. You know. Well, he does. Yeah, he does. Because he thinks the fungicide is hers. Is hers, yeah. So, yeah. I think he probably does the same thing. Yeah. And, yeah, Elaine says that... Uh, I think Elaine says they never see each other again. So, yeah. there you go. No. Easy as hell. I understand why she'll give him the flick. Fair enough. Anyway, that's all the secondary characters for today. Uh, so, Stephen, out of the hundred and... Let's see how many episodes we've 108? 107? Uh, 106. 106. Episodes. Close. Where does the conversion sit for you? 77. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's not too bad. Okay. Um, I really liked Kramer's storyline in this oh, episode. Yes, it was hilarious. Fantastic. I love that whole montage of him running to get to the church to yep. go to see Roberta. Yep. It's fantastic. Very well shot. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really care for Elaine and Jerry's storylines. Okay. I mean, they were okay. They were passable, but nothing memorable. Yeah. Uh, but George and Kramer and their storylines were the standouts in this episode for me. So it was like two strong storylines, two not weak, but not great storylines. Okay. Yeah, made it a slightly above average episode for me. What about you? I liked it more than I remember, number 26. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, uh, look, I, th- I feel like maybe George's intentions as to why he should be a Latvian Orthodox probably were a bit far-fetched, and yeah. I think they probably shoehorned that one in. But I think overall the episode's funny. Um, Yeah, you made a good point that all four have, you know, partners or, you know, love interests in the episode, which is quite rare in, in an episode. I just thought it really, like... A lot of episodes, like especially in the later seasons, are really high pace and there's a lot going on. I think this had like a good pace to it. I yeah. think it flowed quite well. Yeah, there was a lot happening, but it didn't feel like it was just rammed in there. Yeah, and I loved how they used the fungal cream to set up, you know, two plots. Yeah, you know, like how it usually happens with uh, with Seinfeld. You know, when Larry David is at the helm, he gets one or two items, and they kind of you know cross over. Yeah, actually, a lot of the episodes with four. Um you know, individual storylines, most of the time they coalesce in the end or there's some common thread between them. Yeah. But this one, Kramer and George's storyline are a direct intersection and uh, Elaine and Jerry's storylines are a direct intersection. They are. So they're kind yeah. of, I think that's maybe unique or at least very rare in Seinfeld where there's yeah. four moving storylines and only two of them meet each other at the end, not all four of them. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, another little like thing about this episode that's different to most. That's right. And it's funny how the church only focuses on or it's only affects George and Kramer's storylines. Yeah. But yeah, not Jerry and Elaine's. Yeah. They actually have nothing to do with the church. Yeah. I mean, it would be pretty hard to associate 
fungal cream and a cat with the Latvian Orthodox Church. <laughs> yeah, like that's, I'm sure you could figure out some link there, but yeah. that, that would be probably a bit too much of a stretch. Yeah, but no, I think it was really well done. Yeah. I actually really liked the episode, surprisingly. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's a really underrated one, and I think people who you know might watch the odd episode here or there, I think they should get the chance to watch it. I think yeah. it's really well written. No, it is good. I liked it. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, any of the secondary characters appear in your top 20? Yes, Sister Roberta oh, is right. number 16. Actually, yeah. I kind of had a feeling that would happen when you were talking about it. But, yeah, you, yeah, I always give these preemptive things. It's like, oh, I really enjoyed her. Or yeah, I think we're like, let's talk about X character, and you're like, I really like her, and I'm like, I you're like, yeah, note, yeah. like, she'll appear in the list. But actually, I haven't had a secondary character on my list for months, weeks, probably a couple of months. So yeah, no, it's good. Sister Roberta is number sixteen. Uh, she's in between Sid Fields at number fifteen from The Old Man and Mickey Abbott nice. at seventeen. Uh, Meryl from The Wife, Courtney Cox's character, she has been in my top twenty for. Since we did the wife like that was a two long time years ago. ago or two and a half years I think ago that or was something. In season one or two. I think it was when we did well, seasons. When we did seasons. I think it was like yeah, late 2017 or something. Yeah, she's been there ever since, and uh, yeah, after a couple of years, she's gone. So she's okay. out of my twenty. Not a bad run. Yeah, two years in the top twenty. I know for like a one-off character, like uh, like George joining the church. You've got to make room for fresh blood. You sure do. <laughs> she, Courtney Cox is the old priest. Yeah. And uh, Sister Roberta <laughs> is George. Coming. Sister Roberta's converted me. <laughs> she's the so. fresh. She's a fresh Latvian blood. She certainly. That converted. sounds very evil. Very evil. Yeah. Yeah. You predator. Predator. Um, yeah. No. She certainly uh, converted me for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's slinked her way into your heart. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Uh, it's really nice to get all your tweets, your emails, your comments. Um, yeah, and thank you uh, for yeah spreading the word. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, five stars, one star, anything between on Apple Podcasts if you listen from there. Um, yeah, be sure to do that. We really appreciate the words, uh, you know, the kind words. Uh, you can find us anywhere, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, on our, uh, well, I guess our player, media player at the moment. We don't have a website as yet, but you nope. can. Uh, we do have like a link so you can listen to it on the web. Um, yeah, we're also on social media. You can find all those details in the show notes. Uh, like to thank our Patreon subscribers, Holly, Nakir, and Tim, who have been with us for a while. So uh, they are getting nice benefits for supporting us on Patreon for $2 a month. So thank you, you three. We really yeah, appreciate thanks, it. thanks, guys. We much appreciate it. And if you want to join them, patreon.com forward slash Bidwabask. And we do have a PayPal account as well if you want to give us one-off donations. That's right. All those details are in the show notes. I uh, just want to mention as well, even though it was talked about at the top of the episode, we have a listener survey at the moment. So if you want to spend a minute or two, uh, I think there's five or six questions in there. And it's just to get a bit of a gauge on uh, you know, how we're tracking, yeah. what you'd want more of, what you'd like less of. Just you know, a general survey about what you think of the uh, the podcast yep. and maybe what you'd like to see in the future. Uh, we did one last year. It was really good. We changed quite a few things and we think the podcast has improved yeah. a lot because of it. And, uh, you know, we're always trying to improve and tweak things and get a bit better, mm-hmm. uh, not just for us, but for you, our listeners, who we love very much. Very much indeed. So if you yeah. want to help us do that, uh, just take a couple of minutes. Again, the link is in the show note and the show notes. Yes, that's and that it. would be uh, very appreciated. Yes, and it is a confidential survey as well, so we're not going to be asking for any details. Yeah, so, yeah, you can, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, and I think we we don't really have a time frame about, but we'll probably run it until the end of the year, maybe. Yeah, at least. Yeah, and, see uh, how we go. Yeah, mm. and then once we've uh, you know gotten enough uh, people. Uh, participating we'll uh, talk about you know what the results were probably early next year yeah definitely yeah we already have quite a few at the moment so we'd love to get some more imagine imagine if it was this you know there was such there was an overwhelming demand to talk about the history of the latvian orthodox church oh yeah as of as of january 1st we're like we're just going to go through year by year from you know 24 ad about the orthodox (laughs) church we're not a seinfeld podcast anymore we're a historical podcast about we're going to talk about orthodox church we're going to talk about uh, orthodox sects of uh you know christianity yep 
Each week gonna... will be each orthodox one. We'll start with Greek and then go to Latvian, Russian, and yeah. That'll be like our that'll be our Patreon only episode. <laughs> there you go. If you're Indeed. on Patreon, you get that. No, just kidding. Next week, Stephen, actually it's it's your choice. Uh you wanted to do this right now. I was gonna wait till right at the end of Bidvabas, but you want to do it right now. We're gonna do the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, we've never done any episodes in order. We decided to do that when we started the podcast a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh that we just pick episodes at random. I think we've done a couple of consecutive episodes just purely by coincidence. Yeah. Um, so we'll may as well continue that and just do the very last episode two-thirds of the way through. Yeah, that's right. Part one and two. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about the new secondary characters that arrive. Obviously, you know all the other ones that show up and uh, we've talked about most of them, but we'll talk about the new ones that turn up as well. So that'd be really exciting. Yep, and Stace will be joining us next week too. I know. Awesome. That will be great. So listen to this episode, the finale next week, and our season 10, our bonus episodes, which lead on from the finale. Indeed. Uh, you can go through our links and you'll see what we're talking about. My name's Ivan. And I'm Stephen. We're going to see you next week for not our finale but the Seinfeld finale. We'll see you then. Catch you. Bye. Fungi. <laughs>